Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 230 of Fun with Cars Motorsport Miscellany, a brief rundown of the motorsports we care about. I'm Robin Warner. It's Friday evening Eastern time of the 27th of April, and I want to start with a brief look at the upcoming racing schedule. Okay, so Formula One is the fourth round, the Azerbaijan GP. That's the 29th of April, 2018, which, as you can uh, clearly see, is only a couple days from now. In IndyCar, the next race is the fifth round, and it's the IndyCar GP, and it is the road course built within the Indianapolis 500 Oval, which is a modified version of the Formula One track that was used in the early knots. That race is coming up the 12th of May of 2018, and so that means that uh, IndyCar gets a couple weeks off. And World Endurance Championship, we still have (laughs) Spa Six Hour coming up on the 5th of May 2018. That's their first round. And... The fourth round of IMSA will come up at Mid-Ohio. It is a two-hour and 40-minute race on the 6th of May. So that's what we have going on um, in the racing world. Today, we are going to talk about the fourth IndyCar round held at Barber Motorsport Park, just outside of Birmingham, not England, but Alabama, and that is in South United States here. And that was the race that was originally going to be Sunday, and the first 20 one laps of it were on Sunday, but then it was rained out. The rain was too heavy that, you know, it was basically going to be yellow flag speeds the entire time. A literal parade, not worth it. And uh, we're also going to touch on Formula One Friday practice at Azerbaijan because of everything that's happened that has already happened. So let's get to IndyCar. Joseph Newgarden won the IndyCar race pretty decisively. In fact, he was followed by uh, Andretti driver Ryan hunter Ray. In third place was James Hinchcliffe, his first podium of the year, I do believe. Robert Witkins, a very talented rookie, is was fourth. Sebastian Bourdais was fifth. Scott Dixon, sixth. Graham Ray Hall, seventh. Takuma Sato, the Indy 500, the reigning Indy 500 champion, as I like to say was 8th. Simon Paginot, the second Penske driver, was ninth. Marco Andretti, also of Andretti Autosport, was 10th. And in 11th place, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one place farther than I usually go, was Alexander Rossi because he went into this race leading the championship. He is no longer leading the championship. He kind of ran a risk on Monday. So the race was delayed on Sunday. They ended up canceling. They rescheduled it for Monday late morning. They had much drier conditions, but in the last six laps, it started raining again. And um, a lot of the difference in order that you see that compared to Sunday was basically the difference between how far uh, the drivers were willing to risk staying on slick tires as opposed to going to wets. Alexander Rossi is the guy that stayed out the longest by far on dries, and that cost him. It cost him a lot of places. At the end of the day, it was just way too wet for dries. And he suffered. Joseph Newgarden, on the other hand, he came in pretty early for wets. And that the bit of the luck that was involved was how much was it going to rain? How hard was it going to rain? And it ended up raining hard enough to be a problem. But they didn't know that. That was a guess and a gamble. So as a result, Joseph Newgarden is once again leading the championship with 158 points. Alexander Rossi is now second with 145, 13 points behind. And Sebastian Bourdais shares third place. Well, no, he's third place, but shares the points total of 119 with Graham Rahal in fourth. 
the tiebreaker being that Sebastian Bourdais had a win. He won the opening race in St. Petersburg, Florida, the uh, street course that happened in March. So it's going to be an interesting championship. Joseph Newgarden, of course, is the reigning champion. He won in 2017, and he's also the newest Penske driver. But uh, the next race is the road course at uh, the Indianapolis Grand Prix. is going to be really interesting to watch. I'm looking forward to it myself. And also, because it's Friday, we have the Friday practice results from Azerbaijan in Formula One. And that was led by Daniel Ricciardo. Red Bull's on a roll. There's not much else to say. It's pretty strong. And I think that wasn't a huge surprise. Daniel Ricciardo is in a good place and he's doing well. What is a surprise is that Lewis Hamilton finished Friday practice. This is the second practice I'm looking at in fifth. And Sebastian Vettel in 11th. So the multi-champions that are competing in Formula 1 are really struggling. And that compares to Fernando Alonso, who was had the sixth fastest time, less than a second away from Dana Ricciardo's time. And uh, in second place was Ferrari with Kimi Raikkonen. Red Bull is clearly strong because in third place was Max Verstappen, and he was only a tenth behind Raikkonen, only a few one-hundredths. The top Mercedes was Valtteri Bottas in fourth. Basically, Bottas and Hamilton... Just had a few hundreds between them, basically nothing. Already mentioned Fernando Alonso, Esteban Ocon in 7th, Carlos Sainz in 8th, Kevin Magnussen ninth, 9th, Nico Hulkenberg 10th. So a nice, nice good split amongst the mid-pack teams here. You know, we have Haas, Renault, Force India. In fact, that's a pretty strong result for Force India in Friday practice. Uh, beneath uh, Sebastian Vettel in 12th, we have the second Force India of Sergio Perez, Romain Grosjean in the Haas, and then, oh, here we go again, just always towards the bottom, Williams, Lance Stroll, 14th, the top Toro Rosso, Honda-powered, Pierre Gasly in 15th. So, based on Friday practice times, it's not looking like Honda has quite sorted out all the issues with that engine yet. It's early going yet, we can't put too much emphasis on this, but this is not a good sign. Behind Pierre Gasly was Charles Leclerc in the Sauber Ferrari, the top Sauber. Uh, 17th, Sergei Sorokin in the second Williams. 18th, Brendan Hartley in the second Toro Rosso. 19th, Stoffel Vandor, not too great uh, for the second McLaren. And Marcus Erickson just had a miserable day. He was in 20th. First practice wasn't much difference. The big difference between first uh, practice and second was uh, Max Verstappen put the car on the wall. And that was about it. I mean, in the first practice, Sebastian Vettel was only 10th, so he actually got a little bit worse. But we have to take all this with a little bit of grain of salt because Friday practice is a lot more spread out in terms of strategies of what to do and everything like that. Saturday practice, there's a lot more time to really get the car sorted before qualifying. So this is really just a taste of Azerbaijan. Of course, we'll go into much, much more detail once the race happens, and uh, I will together with Mr. Roche and we will have a proper discussion about it. But for now, that's that. And it's time for Britishisms. Except it's not because of my very, very special guest. We are going to discuss Australianisms. So let's shift to Formula One just a little bit. I'm a huge F1 fan. I'm a big fan of yours. Uh, really enjoyed your style and your attitude. I remember um, this was many years ago. Someone was surprised to see you on a commercial airline, and you said the business class suits me fine. 
And I think the full quote was, business class suits me fine, mate. <laughs> but, uh, so I, I really appreciated that attitude that you had towards uh, Formula One and um, all the work you were doing. You obviously uh, are, are most famous for your uh, conversations with Sebastian Vettel at different times. Yeah. Um, now that it's all part of history, I mean, how how does that how does that feel in you now? Um, oh, look, I think uh, what I know at the time is we pushed. I mean, it was the championships I went for. Obviously, I was with Lewis, Seb, and Fernando. I mean, yeah, yeah, big names, purple patch, real purple patch. Um, what does that mean? I, that must be an Australian thing. What is it's purple like patch? Purple patch mean? means like it was just a, a unique period that okay. of, of hot, hot stuff going on. Okay. Yeah. So, what I do know is. So, just in case you didn't hear that, that was Mark Weber that I was lucky enough to interview while in Germany on that day trip I mentioned on Facebook. Once I get a chance to distill the entire interview, I will share more of that. But that's just that was just a fun little tidbit that happened in the middle of it, and I thought, oh, I had to share this. And now it's time for a couple of Americanisms. These questions came from Jamie Bell via a comment on funwithcars.com, and he asked, in the Britishism sections, please discuss these Americanisms that bother me. Tuna fish. Why does tuna need to be qualified as a fish? Are there other types of tuna? Do you put fish behind other fish types? Salmon fish? It seems redundant and inefficient. Straight away. Why add away at the end? We just use straight in the rest of the world. It sounds a lot less childlike. Okay, so I think Jamie was giving us a bit more of criticisms than questions. But regardless, here are my answers. Kind of similar to the last answer that I gave Chris Roche um, last time we had a motorsport miscellany. That's not really the way Americans say it. That's just certain subsets of America. So lots of places we go to restaurants all the time and you just order the tuna. You'll have the tuna. But it's rare that anyone actually asks for tuna fish. So tuna fish comes up. Some people say it that way. But, you know, it's it's not, I'm not trying to say it's the exact same, but you know, not everyone in England speaks in a Cockney accent, right? So uh, some people say tuna fish because it it is true. It is a type of fish, and it is also very easy to say, but most people don't. It's just called tuna. If you go to a restaurant in America and you just order the tuna, they will, in fact, serve you tuna. You do not need to worry. And for the second one, kind of a similar answer. I, I don't hear straight away. Uh, whenever I'm at a racetrack myself or whether I'm discussing racetracks with other Americans, it's the front straight, it's the back straight, the short shoot, things like that. But we never, I never say straight away. I think that these are diff- different specific examples of dialects that are actually are not broad enough to really be considered that way. And I have a feeling that as this goes on, I'm going to be saying that a lot about a lot of Americanisms. I guess I'll just take this opportunity to say that America is a really big place. We are currently at, what, 330 million people. We span across a huge um, landscape, and just a lot of different things are said a lot of different ways here. So on any given thing, you know, there might be millions of people that say it one way, but that doesn't mean there's millions of other people that say it another way. And I don't think that there's uh, – I'm going to struggle with this, but I don't know. Anyway – Tuna and straight. 
I hear it that way all the time in America, just as often as I do in England or any place else. I hope that helps, Jamie. Maybe it doesn't. Those were kind of nine answer answers, but it's the truth, at least in my world. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for listening. Please take a moment to review us on iTunes or on whatever platform you get our podcast. Be like the wonderful Jamie Bell and leave comments on funwithcars.com after each episode. You know, there's the information um, about the episode and then believe that there's an opportunity to leave comments. And if you do those, I will look at those. Uh, Jamie was a little bit... uh, perturbed that I didn't answer right away, but I'm doing the Britishisms for the non-F1 race weekends and trivia for the on-F1 race weekends. It's a bit confusing, I admit that, and maybe over time I'll decide I want to adjust it somehow, but just for the sake of keeping parity between Motorsport Miscellany and the actual Grand Prix podcast, that's how it's being done. As always, I can be reached at feedback at funwithcars.com. Tweet us at fun underscore with underscore cars and check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash fwcars. I'm Robin Warner. Goodbye. All right. Well, hey, I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, Tom. Um, I do um, I do on my own, I do a small podcast. It's yep. called Fun With Cars. It's yep. about Formula One racing mainly. Would you be okay if I... Yep. Use yeah, this recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I just. Uh, oh, if you want any more, come and grab me. I mean, yeah, no, I, I just, uh, yeah. you know, I, uh, I relish the opportunity yeah. to talk with the driver. Yeah. Thank you. Top man. No worries. Cheers. Cheers.